Welcome to Down to Earth but Heavenly Minded Podcast. Hosted by Irving Rich. Light and Life Meditations on the Gospel and Epistles of John. By James Boyd. 11. John chapter 8 and 9. In chapter 8 the Pharisees bring to him a woman taken in adultery. What was he to do? Condemn her and deny the grace in which he approached the sinner. Justify her, and show his disrespect for the law of Moses. Stone her. They could do that themselves, so they might think, but could they? But Jesus stooped down, and with his finger wrote on the ground, as though he heard them not. The finger of God had written the demand of God on two tables of stone, but he was here tracing upon the dust of this earth, in his walk and in his ways with sinners, unfathomable grace. This he indicates by his writing on the ground. So when they continued asking him he lifted up himself, and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down, and wrote on the ground. He was not to be interrupted in his work of grace by their wicked hypocrisy. But can their self-righteousness bear the test that he applies to it? No, the oldest must first go, but the youngest cannot remain. The only one who could have thrown the stone at her had come to call sinners to repentance. He does not condemn her, but tells her to sin no more. In chapter 9 the spiritual condition of man is figuratively presented in the blind beggar. All his life he had been in darkness. Truly the light is sweet and a pleasant thing it is for the eyes to behold the sun. But that sweet pleasure had never gladdened his eyes. Yet the fault lay not in the sun, but rather in the man himself. The light of that glorious orb was as free for him as for any other, but he had not power to take in its comforting beams. He had been born blind. But he, who made the sun for the blessing of the earth and all in it, now crossed his path. And in his infinite mercy wrought a work in him by means of which he became able to take in the light, and enjoy its brilliant rays. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. But the light had been shining in the midst of this darkness, and the darkness apprehended it not. Man was morally blind. This light was the light of God, for he who was the light was God manifested in flesh. But from the outset he was rejected. This light had an irritating effect upon the men of this world. Like the clay put upon the blind eyes, it did not make him see. One may be confident that it was physically a great relief to the blind beggar to have it washed from his eyes, but having washed in the pool of Siloam he received sight. That the presence of Jesus on earth among men was a source of great irritation to the natural man is very forcibly brought out in the treatment he received from the hands of all but a few. We see in the previous chapters how nothing but the restraining hand of God kept him from stoning him. It is not that there was anything in his ways with men to call forth anything but heartfelt adoration and worship, but on account of the deadly hatred of the human heart to all that is of God. The presentation of God before their eyes in him, who was God manifested in flesh, awoke that hatred in a way in which it never had previously been aroused. So that nothing but his murder would quiet the rage that filled them. Had they washed in the pool of Siloam, that is, had they believed on him as the sent one of God, they would have met him with the thanksgiving and the praise justly due to his unfathomable grace. But trusting in their own ability to judge of everything that came before them, and unaware of the treacherous character of their own hearts they, urged on by the power of darkness, precipitated themselves into conflict with God, whom they professed to serve, but whom truly they knew not. If ye were blind, ye should have no sin, but now ye say, We see, therefore your sin remaineth. They flattered themselves that they were in the true light of God, but their rejection of Jesus manifested the sorrowful fact that they were in darkness, and walked in darkness, nor knew whither they were going. Had they admitted their incompetency to receive testimony from God, and that that incompetency arose from their fallen sinful condition, it would then have become a question of what was in the heart of God for them. 
and whether he would take them into his own hand, and make them all that he desired them to be, and this question would have been solved in the salvation of their soul. The man whose sins are forgiven, and to whom God will not reckon sin, is the man, in whose spirit there is no guile, he is before God in the confession of his sinfulness. This blind man in chapter 9 confesses him as a prophet, and as the greatest of all prophets, for he says, Since the world began was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind? For this confession the leaders of the people excommunicated him. And thus another sheep was transferred from the fold to the hand of the son and the father. In his isolation the light that to his unspeakable joy illuminated his soul is wonderfully increased, he learns that the prophet he so boldly confessed is the son of God. In this way the light was severed from the darkness, and the children of God from the children of the devil. The Pharisees might think they were victors in this poor engagement with one who had no pretension to learning or lawyer-like cleverness, but the hitherto blind beggar had overcome them. They were still in the darkness without one beneficent ray to guide their footsteps, and he was in the clear light of God. He had overcome the world in which they still were slaves, for, who is he that overcomes the world but he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God? He had passed out of darkness into light. Out of death into life. A few bright rays of the light, that with its overpowering beams now filled his vision, had been too strong for the eyes of the proud leaders of the people, and had maddened them against this fresh luminary, created by the revelation of God in the person of the Son.